0: Broadcasting from the heart of the Show Me State, it's Spencer Pearson and Laurian Rose. Bringing all you bowlers news and views from a post-drunk war perspective. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl.
1: Hello, bowlers.
0: Hey, bowlers.
2: How's it going, bowlers?
1: Welcome back, welcome back. I don't even know what day it is but it's episode 26 we're sitting down with uh jacob jake Skorowski from hey, kansas right. city yeah. um current you're the uh deputy director correct correct of we were talking about this earlier west missouri or western missouri
2: you know, I think we're gonna go with Western Missouri.
1: Okay. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Western Missouri. See, I've been running around correcting people who have already been accidentally saying West Missouri, or, I mean, haven't been saying.
2: Yeah, we we thank you for that. Yeah. You know?
1: But now it's Western. I like th- I like the sound of it though, and people seem to already want to say that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's natural. We had a graphic artist, um, graphic artist dropped some uh, logo designs, and we uh, we thought that the Western Missouri one looked pretty good, so.
1: Very nice. Yeah, it's, uh.
0: Yeah, they looked really cool.
1: You got, like, the yeah. state outline with, like, half green and half white. Yep. I like it. So, I know today's Sunday. Oh, we didn't get the date right. Did you look the date up? I yeah, think it's the today 20th.
0: Is March 30th.
1: March 30th. Very nice.
0: Oh, it's technically Monday now.
1: Right we're here after midnight bringing you a late podcast just giving you updates and jacob was here so we thought we'd say hello and um talk a little bit about our trip west and kind of catch up but uh start uh give our listeners a little idea of like how you got into activism and the like
2: um well uh it started when i moved back From Columbia where I was going to university Um, I moved back home I moved back to Lee Summit Missouri which is a suburb of Kansas City and um, I just started to look into the organizations that were active you know pursuing marijuana law reform in the state and the one that really stuck out to me was show me cannabis and uh, I was lucky enough to get in touch with um, one of the guys who worked really closely, you know, from the beginning of Show Me Cannabis to now, still. Um, and, you know, they they decided that they wanted to actually host a town hall in Lee Summit. It's a pretty big town, and I helped them kind of get the discount resident rate, you know, but uh, I saw them speak, and it was the most inspiring thing I'd ever... I would ever seen as far as cannabis law reform goes, and so I was hooked. I was hooked, and I just I spoke to a lot of my friends, and I sh- they, you know they showed support for uh, me to start a, a chapter of Normal. So I, I had a lot of uh, a lot of support. My friends were really great, encouraging me.
1: That's awesome. Um, so uh, when because uh, the West the western missouri normal chapter is relatively new right have you That's uh right. have you got formally established um, by national
2: not well the uh chapter coordinator said that we're uh we're pretty much good to go cool. but uh yeah there's still some forms that need to be submitted
1: right on just waiting for the final word for sure but yeah um i know that midmo is also quite young as a chapter But it's really encouraging to see all these new chapters in state kind of forming as we connect the dots around the state. Yeah. Um, So now we have St. Louis, Mid Mo, uh, West Western Mo, Springfield, Springfield, and then the Lake. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good spread out across Missouri. Maybe we need to get some like, we need to get Joplin revived, maybe, and then uh, look at maybe Cape Girardeau starting one up there
2: yeah i I've also thought about uh reaching out to people who are in universities and, sure and they you know they have access to a lot of funding to host events and um I have a few friends that go to u m k c that are entertaining the idea but they're you know busy so it's just a matter of definitely you know, talking to the right people
1: yeah I think that with the sort of direction that midmo wanted to go as a mentor chapter to kind of provide guidance and support to the campus chapter. It would be cool for Western Mo to um kind of provide that support to a UMKC chapter cuz a lot of the reasons why uh we formed the Midmo chapter was because there was so it was so hard to keep the momentum going in the campus chapter, you know. Mm-hmm. And Scott Lauer was a big part of that, a big part of keeping it going for years, all the momentum that was going in Columbia and between the you know, college chapter in the in the main town. He was one of the f- few, like, kids who graduated and was still just dedicated to coming back to all of the MU normal stuff, you know. Um, but without without a guy doing that, you know, it just kind of falls apart. It's really hard to keep it on the tracks. So um, that's why it's cool that there's the permanent sort of towny group, you know, that... Yeah. It's all people in town that are going to be there for a while that aren't just sipping it's out in four their, years, you know? It's their home. Exactly. You
2: know, the, the, the law and how, how you know, the, their neighbors are treated, really. There's a difference, you know, with the townies as opposed to university students. For sure. But they both play their, their part.
1: Most definitely. For sure. So, um... What would you like to revisit some uh, cannabis cup stories?
2: Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> always.
1: Let's um, we've kind of talked on the podcast about winning the tickets and going out there and all this stuff, but uh, we haven't really heard your side of the story on the show, really. Yeah, so. well,
2: I uh, I, know, I was talking to my friend C, and uh, she had mentioned, you know, it's just one one day. Yeah, you know, it was a Thursday. Is so, that is that right? But yeah, we, it was uh, during the day. She said uh, that you, uh, you Spencer and you know, Lorian had won tickets, and that plans had fallen through with somebody, and that maybe I had I would have the opportunity to go. And and then uh, I spoke with you guys, and you, you seemed like that was gonna be a good idea, and I thought so too. But um, I had like six hours to prepare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, It was it was a great decision uh, to go because I feel like we got closer um, just like and I feel like that's almost stuff like foreshadowing of of the movement in Missouri like definitely we're going to be consistent and we're going to go on these you know um, adventures with each other and we're going to unite as a state and that's I mean that's how we're going to get this done.
1: Definitely. Yeah, uh, Laurie and I just went to Springfield for another Women of Cannabis. Uh oh,
2: right on. How was that?
1: It was really cool, Laurie, really and you should probably cool. tell some details about that uh, trip. Pause.
0: Legalized Marijuana in Missouri posted that he wanted to do a calendar fundraiser that would be like women smoking pot and whatever. And Amber jumped on there and said it was not a good idea and that those stereotypes are negative for women um and then i hopped on there and boosted a nude pic (laughs) and said why can't we have both ways like (laughs) like it's it shouldn't be offensive to women
2: that's so because
0: women choose to put themselves in those situations and feel empowered by it like Personally, I don't see why a man can walk around shirtless and I can't. Just on principle, that's fucked up. Second Mm -hmm. of all, when I post titty pictures on Instagram, they get removed. Like, that's BS. And so, I don't know. Amber's worried that it's not, you know, it's unappealing to the professional crowd. Right. And I can see that. Well. But this is everyone that we're talking about.
1: The shitty part of all of this is that we're in a spot in our society where we've been so suppressed and repressed sexually and with a naked body that, Mm -hmm. that there is a subset of society that is super creepy in their reaction to you posting that, you know, but because that exists, doesn't mean you should act a certain way, you know, the, the fucked up, uh, the fucked up way that we act because of that it's a condition it's a condition of living under this way you know it's a condition of our repression and so you know i i don't think that you should let a creeper stop you from owning yourself you know mm-hmm. this is um, just this is like a stigma and a stereotype that you have to break down you know yeah and so it's not you know I don't know that the, the porn industry has been really sleazy and the way nude bodies have been presented has been really sleazy and mm. there's a non-sleazy way to do it. There's just a normal way to do it. You know, everyone is naked under their clothes. Like,
0: yeah. And that's the thing. I felt normal. Like right. I, the, I wasn't wearing makeup in this picture. I didn't Photoshop myself and it's not even my whole body. It's just like boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. And everyone likes boobs.
1: Yeah, boobs are <laughs> pretty wonderful things.
0: <laughs> so I don't know.
1: But uh, I think
0: it would be cool to do like a burlesque fundraiser someday.
1: That would be neat. Totally.
0: But oh future plans.
1: I think it takes all types, you know. I don't think that uh any Any <sighs> anywhere that there's energy devoted at the movement that that energy should be nothing but encouraged, you know, and maybe like shown the right way. And maybe like, if it is, you know, I don't think everything should be strictly professional, you know? I mean, if this, if this show is any indicator, then I'd believe that there's a little bit, you know, you can allow for a little bit of silliness, a little bit of fun, a little bit of goofiness, a little bit of looseness, you know, everything doesn't have to be fucking lined up in perfect little rows. And, um, there's a time and a place for silliness. There's a time and a place where it's okay not to be so serious, you know?
0: Facebook is is definitely that Facebook, (laughs)
1: Facebook is not even reality, so it's okay. Do whatever. (laughs) And then Twitter doesn't even, like, censor your shit. So Twitter is where you just go to get away with shit. And then Instagram is where you post pictures of what you wish your life actually looked like. (laughs) (laughs) And you can filter it all out and turn the brightness all the way up and all that. Um... And yeah, social media is just, you can manipulate your own reality via social media. That's why people get so sucked into it, you know?
2: I, I read that most people get their news from Facebook now. Yeah? And That's there's why a lot it... of people who, like, have, like, bots and, like, stuff to mm-hmm. post to, like, get their outreach and, like, have, like, scripts to, like, say certain things about certain topics just to, like, spread the news around. And it's... it's crazy how much power that wields when most people get their news from Facebook
1: it's gnarly it's another reason why uh those satire online sites fuck with people <laughs> so hard you know cuz all it takes it doesn't mm-hmm. even take it doesn't even take a false story it doesn't even take a false story it just takes a slightly misleading headline that's all you need yeah cuz nobody fucking even half the people don't even fucking click on it they just read the headline and go
2: Oh, there's a headline. Like.
1: I can't... That aligns with
2: my worldview. Like. I
1: can't tell you how many fucking (laughs) posts I've seen on Facebook that... Oh, the... The feds just legalized marijuana in the whole whole country. <laughs> oh, CBD I mean. is now legal in all 50 states. Oh, and then you read the story and you're like, well, not exactly. It's more like they did this and then they made an exception here and then the memo went out and now the procedure is different and they're not actively going the around. The prosecuting people. attorney's it's like, office. what the fuck? This is not even what you said it was, you know? Yeah. Like. And now you got people reading that on Facebook, running out in the street lighting a joint, like "Yay, it's done!" <laughs> Goodness gracious, man! These misleading headlines. Yeah, I mean, journalism was dying while I was at the J School's centennial celebration as a freshman in two thousand eight, but it's just got to be pretty much all the way dead now. You know, the fall of Grace of uh, Brian Williams, the. Crappy ass clickbait journalism that we that basically is accepted as mainstream. I mean, it's New York Times, LA Times. I mean, all of the main, you know, the the supposed pillars of journalism are doing this clickbait shit. Yeah. And uh, paid for advertised content and all those things, you know.
0: A a really interesting uh, point during my capstone class. We were asked to cover income inequality, blah, blah, blah. But my class ended up getting into this discussion about how none of us agreed that n- you should have to pay for news. Like, news is a public service. Like, you deserve to know what the hell going good. on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but man, thank goodness there's podcasts like No Agenda. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, man. Some
0: rational thought. I love. John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry, they're
1: awesome. So speaking of getting uh, news from Facebook, this uh, story just breaking that Spence Jackson, uh, spokesman for the late Tom Schweik, was found dead. Uh, And his, according to the Post-Dispatch, his death is being also investigated as a suicide. Um, Yeah, so we saw some uh, Jeff City journalists tweeting kind of snarkily about not snarkily. I, I don't want... Um, one kind of awkward thing about talking about breaking stories is that, you know, you just talk about it as a human being and you talk real about uh, some serious, serious shit that's going down right now. And um, while we just did have a little speech about not taking ourselves seriously, we're also not irreverent. And we're also, you know, we do have respect for other humans and respect for the process and respect for what's going on all around us. And... Um, one comment that I want to make on all of this is that it should never come to this. It should never have to come to this political interaction and uh, being leaders in our society and uh, just, you know, trying to lead humans to a better tomorrow. It should never have to come to this, whether it's suicide or anything else. Um, and it's just really disheartening to see you know, to, as as young people to try and get involved in the political process and to show up to these official events. And then to see, you know, these deaths associated with, you know, what we're being told is basically political... It's political beef one way or another, you know, whether something deeper and more sinister is going on that we're not being told, or whether it really is the face-value story of uh, people committing suicide being driven to by... Over over political bullying and religious accusations. You know, either way, it's fucked up. And, uh, you know, it just says, for me personally, what I would like to see out of journalists is a little more investigation and a little more honesty of what the fuck is going on. And, um, you know, there haven't been any sort of details released about Tom Schweik's original uh, you know, apparent suicide as it's being reported. You know, they haven't talked about the type of weapon, they haven't talked about where he was hit, they haven't talked about um any of that kind of stuff. And there's been no nine one one tapes. Really? Um, and you know, it's only a month out, so you know, there's a there's a thousand things it could be. I'm not trying to say that it's any one thing. I'm not trying to say it. all I'm trying to say is I've seen precious little evidence, but I've seen a lot of uh stories where uh, facts are reported, you know. And and that's troubling to me when facts reported without uh without sufficient evidence in my in my personal opinion sufficient evidence to back all these facts up, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this in my opinion is still pending and now with this with the second parent suicide, it just stinks that much more, you know. Uh
2: it's wi- wild that we're we have to wait this long to get more information, right? When most people wanna, when they hear the news, they wanna know it all and then, and then just kind of make their decision and move on. And the fact that it's being drawn out is kind of aggravating.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Well, and another thing that we saw um, earlier from Jeff City were political reporters tweeting about. I hope the rumors aren't true. You know. And uh, we sort of figured something like this was coming, but I don't even see that as responsible to just tweet about rumors and then just be like, I mean, like, if you're really praying they aren't true, then shut the fuck up and pray, you know? Like, you can't pray via tweet. That's not how Twitter works, you know? You're just kind of spreading rumors and getting everybody worked up without any fucking facts, without any, this is what we heard, this is what's going on. Like, if you can't tweet about it, then don't. Fucking tweet about it You know None yeah. of this Halfway bullshit Where you're gonna Start a little Whisper rumor Like It's like a, gla- it's like it's a Glamor moment It's just moment. gross It's just You're Gosh. building hype You're getting You know You're making sure That for the next hour Or two Everybody's checking Your fucking twitter feed yeah, From I when know. you can Finally say something You know it just It's just a little gross How uh, um, Journalists are treating this You know Like Oh we got the newest scoop But we can't Ooh You know I hope it's not true When you maybe know It's true You know or I don't know. I really don't know. You know, some of those tweets might have not been malicious. Some of them might be earnest, but I just don't think it's appropriate. And there's nothing that you can really gain by tweeting about that. You know, um, I don't know. There's a lot of problems that I have with this, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna linger on it for too long because obviously we know Precious Little. This is just a breaking thing. Uh, we'll definitely keep you updated with whatever comes out of the story. Obviously, this is gonna. Reshake things up just in time for Monday in the press cycle coming off of a legislative spring break here, you know. Mm. So,
0: there's a a bill being heard.
1: There is a bill being heard. There's been a new bill introduced. Uh, We don't really, I haven't been able to look at much about it, but from what I understand, it's just a slight modification on the CBD law. I
0: think so. I haven't read it yet.
1: But yeah, we'll be down in Jeff City tomorrow for that hearing, 4 p.m. Then we have a mid-mo normal officers, or a board, excuse me, a board members meeting, I should say.
0: Um, And will that be at the new Evoke
1: location? I believe so, yeah. Evoke has a new location. I'm super pumped about it. Um, Those guys are good guys, and they got a sweet new place over by Logboat Brewery. So that'll be more convenient access also i wanted to inform the bowlers uh dude bought a motorcycle Um, i just got a new motorcycle Uh, (laughs) it's a 2012 vulcan 900 and i really love it and it's gonna get me places uh and the first thing i did today was i bought uh, a new domain i bought uh ride against and I'm gonna start. If anybody's interested, if anybody else rides, um, or you know, if you've been thinking about riding, talking to your buddies, like eh, I'm thinking about get a go get a bike this year, this summer. And I'm trying to organize rides against prohibition cannabis uh, cannabis activism sort of fundraisers slash you know benefit rides. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody already does that. Uh, is already hooked up with those people. Send me an email, Spencer at bullafterbull and uh, we're gonna try to hook up a, a new thing going on. We want a bunch of we want a bunch of motorcycle rallies, and this is for anyone across the nation. Uh, I'm not trying to be Missouri specific with this. Uh, anywhere in the USA, I want to ride against prohibition to be sort of a national thing. So if that kind of tickles your fancy, if you know riders, or if you've if you're on the fence but want to be a rider, get a damn bike and email me uh and we'll we'll make something happen uh any other news things coming up i know that uh, this thursday we have the uh the last word forum which will be out at the country club we kind of talked about that last episode mm-hmm. uh mocla keep columbia free uh mid-missouri normal
0: also, Twisted Canvas is doing their April Fool's Day um, oh, right. painting fundraiser, which will be super fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's uh that's on Wednesday, right? Uh, yep. Wednesday, Wednesday April first. April 1st. Hmm. That should be cool. Is there some uh, Western Mo events on the horizon?
2: Um, no,
1: no official things. No official events. Um, I heard rumors of uh kansas city location for the global marijuana march Mm, do you know of that i don't i think that that. that's may 2nd but i could just be speaking out of fans so don't quote me on that but may 2nd um yeah we'll get you more details as that uh as that solidifies i think that's a saturday but, um, yeah, there's definitely all kinds of events. If you're a Colombian and you're going to be in town this Saturday, Lorraine and I are having our uh, moving sale. Yeah. So the whole living room will be filled with uh, treasures of ours that you can purchase. So There's if a you're lot in, of cool stuff here. Yeah. If you're in Colombia or shit, I mean, even if you want to make a drive from somewhere further in the state to come <laughs> see us, we'd love to see you. Heck yeah. We got some cool stuff we're going to be selling. You know, some paintings, some decorations. We got a coffee table. We got... Is that uh, Gnome for
2: sale?
0: Oh, yeah. The Gnome is... It's a candle holder. There
1: oh, you go. Even better. Yes. Candle holder uh, Gnome. With a
0: candle. see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. We've got lots of stuff. That kaleidoscope will probably be available.
0: Yeah. I, um, pretty much everything is...
1: Anything mm-hmm. that, you know, people take an interest to, I'd be willing to talk about. Um, There's some things That we definitely want to keep But we'll move those over You know Those will already Probably be over there Yeah Uh, I'm excited to put that Yin-yang wind chime Out on the porch And it'll actually ring You know
2: Yeah Nice Yeah
0: We have a screened in porch Super stoked Yeah
1: Right on Well I think that we talked About a lot today What uh, time are we at? Mm, Let's see had some uh, discussions. Weird. I think this is the first time I, like, a news spurry is broke while we've been talking. Yeah, uh, that was crazy. Lucy's water broke while we were talking. <laughs> <once>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Lucy went into labor uh, during our podcast with Malin. Right at the end, I asked Lorian if she had any more questions. And I was sitting uh, where she's sitting now with my back to the couch. Lucy was sitting on the couch panicking and going into labor. Uh, and Lorian oh could see her. And Lorian's like, Oh, uh, no, I think that's all, you know, Let me just like, close <laughs> out <off> the show. <laughs> yeah, that so was like me. an awkward uh, awkward exit <laughs> kind of thing, but yeah.
2: Um, well, I had fun. Yeah, thanks Yay. for joining
1: us, Jacob. You're welcome anytime to the show, of course. Oh, thank you. Uh,
0: I don't loved know Loved having how you. long it's been going because it's in beats.
1: Oh, that's but. all right. No big deal. We've been going a little ways. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you, bowlers, for listening. We'll keep you uh, we'll keep you updated with any events as they come up, whether it's midmo or west or western Missouri, or whether it's uh, show me cannabis or whether it's legalized marijuana in Missouri. We just met those guys, and they seem young and eager and ready to in uh, the drug war just as much as um, any of us are. So you know we really want unity uh in Missouri we want all of these entities working together and we realize it takes different strokes it takes a lot of different visions to make this happen you know Mm -hmm. it's going to take a bunch of different entities and sometimes that creates friction and frustration sometimes we feel like we have to compete and all this but uh really I think that working together is going to be the key to getting this
2: on that note uh bowlers you know you got to show your support So if you could follow bull after bull on any computer you have access to, uh, it'll help out the marijuana reform movement in Missouri.
1: Definitely. Yeah, we have also a page where you can easily subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and whatnot. So uh, that's definitely something we'd love for you to do. And uh, since we have nothing further for you, bowlers, we'll see you next time. May your bowls burn ever brighter.